ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Everybody, welcome to what in the world? What in the mundo? We're going, we're going bilingual now, so you can hit the SAP button on your televisions and listen to us in Spanish now. Yeah, absolutely. We're available on all Some of the platforms. The yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be on. We got download the Univision app oh, yeah. on your Kindle Fire, <laughs> and you can watch us there. That's only there. How's it going, man? Uh, living the dream, man. It's a beautiful day outside. The weather's actually getting tolerable during the yeah. day. So we haven't introduced ourselves. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Uh, I'm Adam Todd Brown. Everybody, how are you doing? Wait, hey, no, no? I'm Quincy. No, no, okay. I'm Quincy Jones. Oh, okay. This is gonna be weird. Uh, <laughs> hey, Quincy, how are you? We got to get Quincy, the other Quincy, yeah. on a podcast sometime. Oh, yeah, you know. I have a strict one Quincy rule, so I, it's going to have to be one I or the other. I have a strict one Quincy rule. That's why me and my dad don't get along. It's just like, there's only one of us in the room, bro. You got to go. Sorry. I love you, but you can't be here. So we, I, it shouldn't surprise anyone what we're talking about today. We are gloating. We're basking <laughs> in our past successes. Hey, man, uh, I hate to say I told you so, but... but Tell us we were right about Venezuela, please. I'm just saying, you know, you guys, you heard it here first. You literally, you literally, heard, literally it here first. heard it here first. We told you well over a year ago, hey, Trump's probably going to toy with the idea of invading Venezuela at mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. And man, I would take that to Twitter and people would call me, tell me I was spouting dictator conspiracy theory talking points because maduro was saying that for the longest time and this would be people from venezuela mm -hmm. who are living there who are like no <laughs> that is <laughs> fiction trump is not thinking about invading venezuela but yeah he is mm -hmm. holy shit this we is uh this is gonna be weird yeah it's, uh, it's, it's ramping up right at the right time too just all of a sudden right back in the news right with the midterms yeah this coming it disappeared as if from uh, there were human rights violations Trump was looking at in Venezuela. Remember this? There were sure, yeah. The announcement of hey, the human rights violations, and now it's been silent. There's been a little a, a Mueller probe, a Manafort conviction, and all of a sudden, guess who's back in the news? Venezuela, baby. Yeah, and it. You tweeted at me about whether he would invade venezuela to sway the midterm elections mm -hmm. and i kind of jokingly replied and said he'd do it just to win florida yeah. but i do kind of think he would do it just to win florida oh yeah you can't lose a battleground state can't, because can't the florida. if there's any state that's really going to be swayed by an invasion of venezuela that takes maduro out of power it's going to be the state where countless numbers of people who are fleeing venezuela because of maduro have now settled which is florida yep. there is a huge venezuelan population in florida and this is a big deal to that venezuelan population in florida so a fucking invasion of venezuela that would be an easy way to win florida for mm -hmm. trump and especially with ms-13 moving in right to that, florida i think they're oh there, they're right? they're everywhere oh, oh they're everywhere yeah oh nice okay it's cool. the trinitarios who still have to spread out before they get 
before they get that Trump bump. Oh, got to get that Trump bump. Yeah, that's before, coming. That's coming. Uh, 2019. Just it's like getting soon. a shout out on a mixtape. Oh yeah, you that's get, gonna be huge. Trump talks about you in a speech. Your gang is legit. You see, Trump shouted out Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's the biggest star on. What, what did he shout Harvey? out Steve Harvey when they for? did that when they met together and had that hugging? They did, he met with Steve Harvey and Kanye West in Trump Tower before he would be right after he was elected. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Steve Harvey got uh, ABC family. He's like ABC's Family Guy. Yeah, family D. he's hosting. They're really family getting Feud. some celebs yeah. on Family Feud now too. Yeah, man. God damn. Shouts out Steve Harvey. Ever since he got the Trump bump, let's just put it out there. And so yeah, we're going to talk about some things. We're just going to catch everyone up on what's happening in Venezuela if, if, because if, yeah, if you've been distracted by you know local news, you know the, yeah. the couple of little developments that have been happening happening in American news. Maybe you didn't know that there's been a lot going on in Venezuela. Yeah, there have been a few things. Maybe you're distracted because you can't afford your favorite whiskey anymore. Hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. You told me this before we started recording. Yeah. But the tariffs really coming home, hit, hitting, hitting home. close to home. I mean, I'm, very, very, I'm in a very vulnerable place right now. My favorite whiskey is now $15 more expensive, $25 more expensive than it used to be. That's... And it hurts, man. It just, you know, because now I have to drink regular and expensive whiskey. Can I just say thank you for still being here? I mean, I it's hard to get out of bed in the morning without a shot. It really is. I can imagine. Yeah. You know, you've been doing it for so long, just training like a champion for so long, doing it the right way. And now look at yourself in the mirror and you got to go leave the house sober. Mm, no thanks. Oh, man, this trade war is killing us, man. No fucking thanks. <sighs> but... At least we nailed this Venezuela shit. <laughs> so, yeah, we, the, the first thing we heard about this was back, we found out in July that not only did Trump briefly state his desire to invade Venezuela publicly, but he also expressed those desires a little more deeply in private. A- according to the Ooh. fake news. Yeah, Trump after dark. According to the fake news media. He, ro- he rolled over in bed to Melania and said, I want to invade your Venezuela. Right. Because Venezuela is Russian for your hoo-ha. Yeah. 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 Is she Russian? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? How are we to know? (laughs) Why would we have looked into it before now? Yeah, Melania Trump is Russian. Let's find out. God damn it. Yeah, she's from over there. She's Putin's cousin or some shit. (laughs) Uh, Slovenia. Same thing, right? Yeah, that's uh, a city in the upper corner the upper east, northeast, west part of Russia, mm. by the it's a lot of land up by there. the by Siberia. It's in Siberia. Basically, probably. she's a Russian agent. That's all we got to say. Well, I mean, the whole fucking family at this point, I, I think, is we, you've watched the Americans. All Russians are secret agents. There's no right. just non-Russian agent except Baron. I think Baron is he's the fucking Henry character from the Americans, who's mm-hmm. just always this uninformed dipshit. Yeah. The whole time who loved capitalism. And yeah. meanwhile, his family, so communist. Well, Baron, he's the... He's Fall the, in, Henry. He's the, he's the young upside. He's, a, he's the Kennedy in training. He's the one they got to keep pure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, that's a scary thought. Grew hey, in, grew in, John Kennedy's dad was a bootlegger. Grooming that fucking omen yeah. for <laughs> fucking decades until if, he can run for president. Son, if the son of a bootlegger can be one of the most beloved presidents in American history, you don't think the son of a terrible president, a treasonous president, can be a national hero? Yeah. I, I, could see I it. won't make the mistakes of my father. Oh, come on. And I know people are listening Heart to this. Strings. Like, are you making fun of a kid right now? And here's the thing. Yeah. Yes, yes we are. We are. Yeah. 
We pretty would. much making fun. I didn't of call that him the N word, so you're welcome. Yeah, you know? <laughs> duh. But Quincy could do it. I do it all the time off the. Quincy air. could do it. <laughs> so the speech that he gave happened in August, and the day before that speech, he took his staff by surprise mm. in an Oval Office meeting when he asked why the U.S. couldn't just invade. Venezuela. Can't we just walk over there and take their shit like we do all the time? Let's just walk yeah. into Venezuela and just yeah. take their stuff. We got a military. What's it for? Yeah. If not to invade Venezuela. When I was a kid, we used to invade things all the time. And here's the thing. His entire staff or everyone in that room took turns trying to talk him out of this. And it did not work. <laughs> so a room full of people who definitely know much, much better than him <laughs> all gave their dissenting opinions and he was like, no. Mike Pompeo, I heard what you said. Uh, <laughs> John Kelly, your turn. Go. He treated me like a fucking round table on The, on the Apprentice. Exactly. And the I next. Don't, I don't like that pitch. <laughs> the next day at his golf course in New Jersey, this is a quote from Trump. We have many options for Venezuela. This is our neighbor. We're all over the world, and we have troops all over the world in places that are very, very far away. Venezuela is not very far away, and the people are suffering and dying. We have many options for Venezuela, including a possible military option, if necessary. I told you! Well, I mean, it, I mean, when worse comes to worse, you gotta go get that. They have the largest oil stores. So much oil. Is all the oil. Oh, and, and the people are suffering. The people are suffering. Yeah, well, yeah, the people are suffering, but there, too. Do but you man, know how much oil, oil is there? Like, think about all the oil and then add all the oil to that. They got all the they oil. They have all the oil. All the Middle East's oil? Yeah. Then more than that. They got all the oil. Because it's they have the largest oil reserves in the world. Yeah, man. But that, de- that has I'm nothing sure to do. That has nothing that to do has, with We are worried about the people. There are children right. crying. There are human rights violations. Maduro is a terrible leader. And if you're listening to this for the first time, we should point out that once again, like so many other fucking awful things Trump is doing, people, if you want, you can look at this and go, Obama started it because Obama did. And that's, how, did. and that's how you know it's a real thing the government's doing. Yeah. Because this is bipartisan as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like the of all the things Obama did that Trump promised to overturn upon taking office. He didn't even mention overturning the executive order that kind of kicked off what we've been doing to Venezuela. Don't let John Oliver tell you otherwise. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donald Trump made sure he did everything the opposite of Obama, minus this. Like, you thought Obama had sex with his wife? I never touch my wife. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you. You think Obama is going to invade? Well, I'm going to invade Venezuela. Dude, Rex is here. Rex, dude, yeah, should we? yeah. I mean, we, we brought Rex along. We and after well. Rex left, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't, maybe it's not going to be oh, a thing anymore. No, no, no. Rex is still on the, uh, he's still on the, he got one of those NDA payouts from the Trump campaign. He's still on the campaign tour now. The 2020 campaign. He's uh, going around making, making speeches, still supporting the president's Ugh. administration minus, you know, we didn't get see eye to eye on everything, but he's still doing the right by America because Venezuela is still on the table. Yeah. Holy shit. This is how Trump wins the Latino vote. In 2020. Hmm. The Florida Latino vote, which is the only vote that matters right now. Yeah. For for Florida. But you also have to think about, like, we'll bring it up later, but the countries that are neighboring Venezuela are really bothered by this. Yeah, that's true. Colombia, Brazil, 
and there will be people living in this country who you know what's gonna really suck when this happens like while this is going on because of the the push of venezuelan refugees into colombia and then into america all this cocaine's gonna show up for no for for some weird reason. Oh yeah, for sure. And until we until we really focus in on the borders, it's, it's gonna be an uprise in cocaine. So, uh, gotta keep that cocaine. Gotta keep that that, that train running out of our communities. That's mm-hmm. what the government has always wanted: keeping mm-hmm. cocaine out, out of communities. Out of communities. They try. They try. What can they do? I mean, you know, it's like it's amazing how. One guy with a condom of cocaine up his butt can bring enough for like an entire state. Right. Yeah. Like all it's, of California is crazy. living off of one rectal balloon of coke. It's yeah. It, it's like it's like Jesus and the fish. It just keeps multiplying. Yeah. It's very. It's like gremlins. <laughs> Fucking gremlins. You can't get the coke wet. Right. Holy shit. And someone got the coke wet. And then and it turned boom. into crack. And now there it's it is. everywhere there in it the is. country. Gremlin cocaine coming soon. <laughs> From Black mm-hmm. Pete. Drug productions. <laughs> black, and Black Pete Pharmaceutical. <laughs> we are above the board. We're over our cocaine is over the counter at Black Pete uh, Pharmaceuticals. Oh, you know. Right. Good point. And so he also raised this issue again with Colombian President Juan Manuel Santos, then brought it up again at that year's UN General Assembly in September at a private dinner with allied Latin American states. So he's serious enough about it that he's talking to these neighboring countries and being like, eh? Eh? Would you guys, I'm just saying, would you guys support me if I said, let's invade Venezuela, maybe, you know? And that is, it's funny how there are so many times where you'll say something jokingly, Mm -hmm. and it's like, no, but that's exactly what Trump did. (laughs) Because at this dinner... He made, for one thing, he made it clear to everyone at the table that he was ignoring the advice of his staff. Well, at least he's being supportive of his staff. <laughs> he's letting you know, I hear you. That's communication 101 in therapy lets you know that you must acknowledge the other party's sure. suggestion. Right. Even if you want to disobey it, you need to acknowledge that you heard it because that's reassuring to them. <laughs> so, as a good businessman, Trump is openly announcing hey, guys. Everyone that works for me told me not to do this. But, but here goes. Yeah. So thank you for being a good communicator, communicator, Mr. OJ. Yeah. He At this fucking dinner, he, he said that to everyone and then literally went around the room and was like, eh? <laughs> well, what if we invade? Hey, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to really feel, it's like, it's like stand-up comedy. You really have to feel, test the material. The writers are going to tell you it's great. Of course, yeah. But but you I, need that focus group. You need to get out there in the streets and put it, take it on the road. Yeah. How else? How else do I know my material works in Ecuador unless I talk to someone from Ecuador? <laughs> Who's here from Ecuador? The Ecuador chan, the Ecuadorian chancellor. Hey, man, do you think we should bomb these dudes? Funny, right? No, fun, no. Okay, well, okay, it doesn't work in Ecuador. And the thing is, apparently, McMaster got Trump to back off this idea very briefly. But now here comes goddamn Marco Rubio. And this is a Abbott thing. Trump supporter Marco Rubio. Let's not forget about that. This Abbott. is a thing that is not getting discussed at all right now, it seems like. There's a tweet that's going around that links to this story about Marco Rubio. And the story is in Espanol. So we'll link to it, but you're going to have to hit that there translate button at the top of the page to figure out what the fuck you're reading. Uh, But it's a 
website that deals in Latin American news. And they have this story. Marco Rubio, at least according to some sources, according to this story, held a meeting at the White House with Trump's national security advisor, John Bolton. And this is how the meeting started. This is a quote from Rubio. For months and years, I wanted the solution in Venezuela to be a non-military and peaceful solution, simply to restore democracy. There is a national assembly elected by the people that has been clouded by this dictatorship. And this is another quote. I believe that the armed forces of the United States are only used in the event of a threat to national security. I believe that there is an argument, very strong, that can be made at this time that Venezuela and the Maduro regime has become a threat to the region and even to the United States. Well, of course. You, you, don't, you don't go to sleep at night dr having dreams about Maduro invading the U.S.? Right. You didn't think about that? I, I, I wake, Waking dream. Waking it's, nightmares. I, I count military invasions of Latin America <laughs> to fall asleep. But you have to count them in Bolivar. So it's like <laughs> 500 million troops, but it's only really like eight troops. It's a lot of fucking counting. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's the thing. We're just inching closer and closer to this to the point that now Marco Rubio has joined in. Mm. And, like, as crazy as what he said might sound, I can't stress enough that basically what he just said has been U.S. policy since 2014. Mm -hmm. Because we issued that executive order that explicitly called Venezuela a threat to national security. So he's just kind of taking that executive order and making it a little more mainstream. Mm -hmm. Which... Good spin, you know? Yeah. It's a nice spin. It just really makes you feel... Like, what they're doing is for the betterment of American life. And that's really what we're all here for. Right. You know? And Thank it's you. definitely not because Marco Rubio needs to win Florida. <laughs> definitely not. No, not at all. Florida, it's in the bag. It's fine. There's yeah. nothing corrupt about the Republican Party right now. There's nothing to see here. Yeah. Since when has there been a contested election in Florida? Oh, God. No, never. I don't think I remember a single I, one. I honestly thought we looked to Florida as an example. Right. Of what right. the democracy is supposed to be. Yeah. You want to put a good put on a good election, you follow that Florida model. Mm. Everything good happens in Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, this tweet that was going around kind of implies that this is a thing that people are, like, is just with each day getting a little bit closer to becoming a reality. reality yeah. And I feel like, for Trump at least, it's the right place to go to war. Because it's a thing, like, especially with the John Oliver thing, like, it's in everyone's head, kind of, that this is a humanitarian thing mm -hmm. and that we have no role in causing it, but we can play a role in fixing it. And sometimes that means we have to send in the military. And that's like, that's like, that's been our version of events as it relates to the military forever that, hey, we just. We, we just go in when people need us. We're here for you, baby. We're just policing the world. If you need a shoulder to cry on, girl. People of Venezuela called the police. <laughs> and we sent the police. You know how good it is when, when the police get called. Yeah. I mean, especially for people of color. It always goes really Sting, well. Sting shows up and sings. It's always good. Yeah. Sting and Shaggy. Collabo. Mm, mm, Who thought that could happen? That Roxanne, happened. Roxanne Collabo with yeah. Shaggy and Sting? Mm. That happened. Why can't? War in Venezuela happened. <laughs> so one other thing that could happen, though, is Colombia might 
invade, which that was a good old Colombian coffee. That was kind of my thought at one point was that it would just be Colombia because Colombia, I believe, just became uh, one of the first Latin American countries to join NATO. Mm-hmm. So I could see Colombia, or it was either NATO or the UN, one or the other. Uh, go listen to our past episodes, you fucking mm. fact hounds. <laughs> They joined something important, okay? We yeah. get it. <laughs> we talked about it before. We got it right then. We don't have to get it right now. <laughs> you understand. And back in February, Venezuela accused neighboring Colombia of planning a bombing campaign or a military invasion. This is a quote. In Colombia, they are planning to revive eras that had ended in human history, like military bombing, a military invasion, or the occupation through blood and gunfire of a peaceful country like Venezuela. We will not allow it. That's Venezuela's chief prosecutor, Tariq William Saab. I wonder what... I feel like that last name implies that he is literally tied to... Saab Donuts on Wilshire? Uh, probably Saab Donuts and also the car maker. I bet they bought the car maker through the, the profits donut, yeah, from I Saab mean, Donuts. Donut money is huge right now. I just donuts bought, are hot. I just bought. They're like donuts. the cupcakes of donuts. <laughs> they are everywhere. Like the cupcakes of pancakes. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. Out, just out here. Yeah, they're doing the work, and he didn't provide any proof that uh, this was happening. But we did send Admiral Kurt Tidd. Good old Kurt Tidd. How great is that name? Uh, head of the U.S. Southern Command. Just visited Colombia a week before he made this statement. And what was he wearing? Camouflage. <laughs> he was on official military business. And he met with Colombian Vice President Oscar Naranjo in the city of Tumaco. You know, you know Tumaco. Oh, yeah, of course. Tumaco. Next yeah. to uh, Tomato. Yeah. Do you you know, say tomato, I say Tomaco. Tomaco, you know, yeah. You know, the old, you know the old thing. There's a liquor, I think, called Tomaco, probably. And they claim they were just meeting up to talk about stemming the flow of drugs from Colombia's Pacific coast. Stemming. And I yeah. added the Wait, word the- liars underneath that. <laughs> Did they mean stinting? You know, just trying to keep that pathway open? Trying to, yeah. Like a, like a stint in your heart? Just Probably. Keep it afloat. Keep that cocaine coming. I'm trying please. to shut down the cocaine, stopping from Colombia. Have you, guys, do you, do you know how popular cocaine is in this country? We love it. Oh my, it's so good. It's like it's like it's like sugar. It's sugar-free sugar. We love it so much mm-hmm. in this country. Yeah. And I don't think we would I, I just I feel like they're lying. I feel like there was at least some point where and I, I don't doubt that maybe it's still on the table, but I, I feel like at some point we were just gonna send Colombia in to do this for us. Almost oh, definitely, because we have to we want that relationship. You guys get you guys get the control of the oil. We get the profits. So you get, yeah. you're going to get paid. You're going to be taken care of. You're going to have multiple territories. So now you have an oil flow. And what can you use to clean all that Coke money? Oil. I mean, right. Come on, guys. It's a, it's a win-win for you if you do yeah. this for us. It's a banner day for, mili- for money launderers. Be on the lookout for us bolstering the military in Colombia, you know, out of because they joined the UN or the NATO or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, we, they're in the UN now. We, uh, we, we respect them. We want to make sure they're protected. And we're going to start sending them military equipment for an inevitable invasion of Venezuela. Maybe. Just saying, putting it out there. It's, uh, just to have them. NATO. Yeah, it was NATO. Okay. It was NATO. All right. Colombia to be NATO's first Latin American global partner. Uh, next week, 
they formally joined, and that was next week, May 26, 2018. So. Oh, yeah, so we're, we're in bed now. Yeah. So that's the thing. With them having joined NATO, we're a big part of NATO. Like, mm-hmm. we, we kind of are the boss of NATO. I mean, remember, we were pulling out of NATO until recently. Now, all of a sudden, it's, right. I think we have a deal on the table. So, hey, yeah, we don't know what we're going to call it, but it's NATO-esque. It's NATO-ish. Right. With Trump constantly berating people for not putting enough into NATO, mm-hmm. that's all you really need to know about how much influence we exert over that organization. And that's kind. Of, when that happened, I was like, yep, that's how we're going to invade Venezuela. But now, Marco Rubio, may, I mean, maybe it's just not happening fast enough for marco rubio or maybe that's what he means maybe we need to send in nato to do it well once you realize that you need it to win florida we gotta make we got marco's the one making the statements because if you can get it out there you don't you don't put it in american press you you start you got to start a ground roots campaign so he's putting it in the spanish press and let that gain a little heat for the hispanic voters yeah it does seem kind of like that and but would it kill anyone in the mainstream media in the United States to pick up on that? Nobody cares until it's uh, nobody cares until it's like, oh, the president's talking about Venezuela. Let's well, let's focus on that for a while because we can wait. We woke up to us bombing Syria. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah, woke that's up true. To it. it wasn't a drawn out Congress talked about it. Oh, this is going to happen. It was we we're going to wake up to an invasion. Yeah, and what's crazy? It's st- it just lends all the more fuel to my theory or belief that at pretty much every mainstream media outlet there's someone at a really high level that kills stories the government once killed Hmm. and i feel like this is one because me and you know about it yeah we tweeted back and forth about it yeah so fucking abc news knows about it all oh, these we're, motherfucking we're, news we're, outlets know. We're much know. more informed than ABC News. Sorry, guys. Just <laughs> it put it out feels there. that way yeah. sometimes, but that can't possibly be the case. Well, here's the thing. Because AB- these motherfuckers monitor the news for a living. I mean, we do too, but God The nah. folks at ABC News only get the news from ABC News, and we like use Yahoo, <laughs> so we're more informed than them. Yeah, we're that could informed. be it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's insane that this isn't getting talked about that much, especially with Rubio having said all that i mean unless we find out that was uh, oh sorry i mean unless we find out that whole meeting story was a hoax but it doesn't feel like it no it feel i mean granted the site it was on is called info bay but we don't know what that means in latin america i mean that's the it it, 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 and again if there's people squashing or killing the story info bay may be the only one that picked it up and was like why hasn't anybody else run this well let's just put it out there right it doesn't feel like they were like well let's just make up a weird story about marco rubio talking about venezuela because that's what the people want to hear bay could be an acronym that means best available edition there you go of the information <laughs> info bay actually we just went to the bayhive.com and it was beyonce beyonce was going to go to venezuela i think and that's how yeah. we, kinda, it we kinda... should if we should just send beyonce oh, oh well, that would i fix feel everything like, yeah she she'd figure it out once she got down there so, information. <laughs> we talked about inflation in Venezuela on a previous episode, and at that time it was somewhere around 13,000%, mm-hmm. which is a lot. But let's check back in. I'm sure it's gotten so much better since then. Nope, 1 million percent. 1 mil. We did it, guys. Come on. Woo! Come on. <laughs> Finally hit that one mil. We feel like rappers right now. We got one million percent inflation. What you got, son? I yeah. Take that. Take that. Take That's that. That's in the bank. Bad boy. Got that yeah, in the bank. Stop. Yeah. One million percent. So like 
they this uh, story on theguardian.com describes one guy who to buy a carton of eggs has to use 20 I believe $100,000 bolivar bills mm-hmm. to buy one fucking carton of eggs and it's to the point now he's like if this keeps up at some point I'm literally going to have to wheelbarrow money to the store to have enough of it to pay for the things I need, which at that point you're talking like Germany after World War One. That's Scrooge McDuck money. You feel me? Wheelbarrows. When when you introduce yeah. the wheelbarrow, you're at Scrooge McDuck level. Can I say shouts out to everybody in Venezuela for balling out of control? Balling out of control, and that's kind of the problem. One of the quotes I think I have it in here. We are millionaires, but we are poor. Hey, but it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's on paper. How much right? money? Instagram, 43 million boulevards, <laughs> son. That's 935. <laughs> we can just about eat, but if some health emergency happens, we'll die because the prices of medicines are sky high and rise every day. That is, oh, come on with this name. Magwolio? Magwolia? Magwolida. Is that a D? Oh, yeah, yeah it is. Magualita, there, that's easier. Magualita Aronos, a 43-year-old nurse living in Venezuela. A millionaire nurse? Are right, you're living the dream right now. You, you followed your dream and you became a millionaire. Yeah, I don't, I, the minimum wage in Venezuela right now is 5 million bolivars a month. Oh, man, you out here eating like, you, you, you living like Diddy, bro. Right? 5 million a month, yes. The house you could buy with that. Everybody got a view of the ocean. Right. It transfers to uh, it translates to forty one dollars a month. So I should just so right now I'm 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 a Venezuelan millionaire. Is that what we you're are, telling me? If me and you lived in Venezuela and could access our bank accounts from there, it would be great. Except for the part where we'd undoubtedly be killed in I'm, political unrest. I, I'm very excited about this transfer. I'm looking up I'm looking up flights to Venezuela right now because I want to just go. I just want to go be a millionaire for the remainder of my yeah. life. Is that okay? Can I just go live? I'm sure we're allowed to fly to Venezuela. I'm like I'm sure you are. Yeah. But that would get you on a list. Probably one like a different list than the list we're probably already on. But Maduro has alleged that private bankers are smuggling cash into neighboring Colombia as part of an elaborate conspiracy to sabotage the economy. And I believe that because that's just called capital flight and uh-huh. that is a thing that was happening to Venezuela a long time ago, but it was in the form of American businesses pulling their money out and sending it to the United States. Mm-hmm. It's as simple, capital flight is as simple as that. Motherfuckers take their money from your country, put it in another country, and it destabilizes your economy. So I don't doubt for a goddamn second that people are funneling Venezuelan cash into Colombia to devalue the currency. Oh, well, or make it more scarce. Well, of course, because you want to make sure when you time to invade, they're broke, they're hungry, they're people right. are, they don't have any support. Like the the only thing keeping them afloat right now is the fact that the military is super rich based on Maduro's fucked up system. Right, and the the price the he still refuses to remove the price controls. Well, because if he does that, then the military goes broke, and then they won't protect him. Right, and once he loses the military, it's up for grabs. Yeah. Those price controls are an important part of the story. Go back and listen to some of our other uh, other episodes. We talk about them. Oh yeah. The price controls should be like a mascot for the Venezuela episodes. We should have like some dancing version of the price controls that 
we put on the cover of each Venezuela episode. Is that, that going to be Janet Jackson's comeback? The Venezuela, Venezuelan price control? Yeah. Control. <laughs> Venezuelan control. She does need to come back. I've seen her once in concert, and it was stellar. Oh, yeah. She's a great performer. Yeah. She's definitely the best Jackson. Whoa, come on. Hey, we're talking about Venezuela here. We can't you argue just, about that right now. You just can't stop yourself with the fake news. How could you even focus on that when 40% of Venezuelans don't have bank accounts, Quincy? Oh, man. I just, it's, just, it's just not fair. The people, the, peop, the people tune in <laughs> to hear the facts and the unresearched truth. Not the dribble you come up with thinking Prince is better than Michael Jackson and Janet's the best Jackson. I no. said Janet was fake better than Michael, but news. Prince also. Prince fake is better news. than Janet. Fake, you're fake news. You are fake news. Prince, Janet, Jermaine, Michael. Oh, you're a dead man. You're dead to me. You're dead. All right, guys, this is going to Adam. This is going to be holding an eight-hour funeral <laughs> for Adam Todd Brown tomorrow. Uh, a, a creepy preacher Tito, will be there. Tito, Michael. Tito twice than Michael. Action. Tito. <laughs> <laughs> so 40% of Venezuelans have no bank account. Others are unwilling to use credit cards or Bitcoin to pay for smaller items. So bartering has become common. You know what's uh, making a huge comeback in Venezuela because money is so scarce? What's that? Prostitution, baby. What? <laughs> yeah, man. It's Hell a, yeah. I'm happy to report that the prostitution... Uh, uh, trafficking the prostitution in venezuela all-time high i bet it's an easy place to get a kid right now too like if you just wanted, <laughs> like if you just wanted to drop eight grand and pick up a venezuelan child i'm sure there are plenty of people who would sell you one right uh, if, now if that's what you're in the market for you know I mean, you maybe wanna, you just want to raise it if you want a hooker and a kid venezuela is a <laughs> tourist destination but no like women who are nurses teachers uh women who are Strangely enough, career professionals have decided hooking is a lot easier to feed my family. Yeah, and that makes sense. Good and for them. Women are strong. Yeah. <laughs> doing what you're doing. You know, I, I support you. Feminism. Hashtag it. Feminism eagle flying through the sky. <laughs> so get a load of this quote. The paradox is that this is a country undergoing a deep inflation crisis, and yet nobody actually has any cash. You're seeing wealthy people pay for parking with granola bars. Sounds like a paradise to me. We're, we're encouraging healthy eating. Yeah, I wish I could just chuck you know? a granola bar at a motherfucker in downtown L.A. People aren't just parking, parking on the street now. They're parking in lots and walking. It's, it's encouraging health. This is a great thing for the yeah. economy. They're eating less, which is good portion Probably control. Probably eating those rabbits that they, they're raising and killing for meat. That's Hell a kilogram yeah. of meat, baby. Hey, baby. That's rabbit, a lot of meat. Rabbits be fucking. So yeah. you're going gonna to get some rabbits. Yeah. You put two rabbits in the cage, guess what you got? A lot of rabbits. A lot of rabbits. Even with their dudes, somehow, because guy finds a way. <laughs> or nature finds a way, whichever, whatever you believe in. That was a quote from, not the nature finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about granola bars. That was a quote from Jeff Ramsey, who spells it like G-off. What a weirdo. Assistant director for Venezuela at the Washington office on Latin America, a DC-based think tank, which that means like a really big title. Yeah, they 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 just think about ways to destabilize yeah. Venezuela, and then the other uh, non-government organizations that are actually in Latin America, they actually go in and do it. Hmm. Probably, I think that that's what that means. So there is, as you would expect, because of what's happening in Venezuela, there's a refugee crisis. 
What? Which no, we've not, not the Fugees. Are they? Was it the album? They, they're not bringing out the album now. You can't. The score is literally not on shelves or streaming sites in Venezuela. This anymore. is this this is a human rights violation. Yeah, how are they going to hear Ready or Not? We need to we need to destabilize this government immediately. Yeah, we need to get someone sympathetic immediately. to to our music artist needs mm-hmm. back in power. <clears throat> but yeah, we touched on this before. Estimates put the number of people who fled Venezuela at somewhere between 2.3 to 4 million. Jesus. That's a lot of fucking people. More than a million Venezuelan refugees have arrived in Colombia. Uh-oh. Which, I, I, Colombia's I not into it. I guess the Colombians didn't take too kindly to strangers coming around here. They are not happy. Mm. Which, any refugee crisis, that's... a fucking characteristic of it now here's my question how do they tell each other apart go probably who has houses (laughs) and who doesn't because in my mind the venezuelans and the colombians are just like the chinese they all look alike so yeah you don't have to ask for documentation you just ask for addresses (laughs) hey what's your colombian address um fucking field over there okay we're gonna burn that down (laughs) oh yeah there was a big uh a big riot in Brazil recently. Yeah. Where they went through and were burning down a refugee camp. Yep. And it yeah. was Venezuelan refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Washington Post has called the situation the biggest crisis in the hemisphere. The hemisphere. Come on. <laughs> they down there. They down there choking up. That's smoking. what they said. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. And they don't have Drinking, smoking, straight. They don't have anything to smoke. South coasting. Hmm. There is one, like... One cute little detail here, okay. which is that a lot of some people who have crossed the border into Colombia are now making money by literally taking worthless Venezuelan boulevards and weaving them into handbags and selling them for Colombian pesos. Ah, so hey man, you got you got to spend money to make money. That's and here's the thing: business one hundred and one. I kind of want one of those. A, bo- a, a boulevard weave. But can I get a bags. boulevard weave satchel? That would be great. Yeah. Can though. any of our Venezuelan listeners hmm. cross the border into Colombia carefully, carefully, and get us one of those bags? Ship it up Smuggle here. Smuggle it back in a condom in your butt yeah. just for the story. Uh, a boulevard bag in your butt. That's going to be the name of my new Limerick album coming out very soon. Well, no. I, I think we could probably just wire them like 45, 50 million boulevards to ship it up here. Yeah, that's that like what? Cover $9? Yeah. <laughs> that should cover international shipping from yeah. Venezuela right now. I do all my spending in boulevards on dates now, ladies. So <laughs> when we go out, just know I spent $3 million on you for this yeah. date at McDonald's. You owe me. That's a stack. Mm. If you've never seen a $3 million stack of boulevards... Go out on a date with Quincy Johnson. God, imagine, imagine making it rain on a stripper now. And oh, you'd and knock just, her unconscious. Oh my gosh, you just weighed weighed down under <laughs> pounds of cash, just trying to trying to twerk, holding up all that weight. Oh, that poor darling. We need to look into what impact this is having on the pageant industry in Venezuela. Still going strong, baby. I'm sure it is. I bet you. They, I bet you those women are still gorgeous. Because oh yeah, I mean sponsored. the women are definitely still gorgeous. Yeah, I yeah. just wonder if they're still professionally gorgeous, like because Venezuela used to dominate pageants mm. around the world. But uh, I wonder if that's waned at all. Who Tune knows? Tune into the next Miss Universe yeah. project for uh, the pageant to find out. I said project. <laughs> Got to piece these women together from parts. And yeah, as Quincy mentioned, the Brazilian town of Pacaraima between Venezuela and uh, the the 
in in Brazil. God damn, hmm. learn to talk. Uh, migrants and local mobs e- erupted into violence, and mobs burned down a number of migrant encampments. Ecuador has closed border crossings with Colombia to Venezuelans who don't possess a passport. And a lot of people who are living in Venezuela and are poor don't have passports, which makes it hard to leave also because people are selling all their shit and getting to Ecuador and they're like, no, you don't have a passport. You can't come here. But they've also sold all their shit and made it to Ecuador with no money so they don't have money to get back to Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So people just die. Ah, oh, that's gonna That happen. is what will start happening next. Well, there. I mean, it's well. If you wanted to live, you should have. That's pretty much the rule. It's God's choice, God's plan. Hashtag, right. Uh, shout out to Drake. And that's probably the point where we'll send in the military because then it'll be like everyone will be like, please, just or, go or, in and help. Or those we'll people. send in Colombia with our military support, so we don't actually right. do it. Right. But Colombia needs our help because they're they're a NATO member. We got yeah. NATO back on track. Colombia needs our support because their borders need to be secure. It's all about borders out here, people. And speaking of just providing support but not being involved, apparently, and this is another thing. Holy shit, go read this article. It's on Bloomberg.com. It's from June 27th, 2018. It's called Inside the Failed Plot to Overthrow Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro, written by Ethan Bronner, Andrew Rosati, and Fariola Zerpa on Bloomberg.com. There was a fucking coup attempt in Mm -hmm. Venezuela in May and this, I feel like I just kind of randomly stumbled across this article. I didn't see it, this story written anywhere else. Well, nobody's going to talk about a failed coup. We only, we only celebrate champions in this country. Okay? Because, and here's the thing, a failed coup to me implies some level of support for mm-hmm. Maduro at a really high level. Yeah, to get to, for, the, for the number of people involved in the organization that pretty much fell through, yeah, this was... yeah. This wasn't this wasn't no hey man this is one dude's uh, vigilante quest right this was a this was a full project and Quincy I don't know if you can believe it I don't know how you're gonna take this fake news information but it's alleged that the United States financially supported this coup attempt dude we can't even give our our, our public servants a raise we can't support financially support That's probably coup. why. We spent it all on trying to take out Maduro. Now we just don't have the money. We got to cut raise. Trump is a businessman. What's that? DMV workers and postal workers aren't getting a raise this year. We just don't have the money for it. Yeah. Sorry, we gave the farmers a bailout and then tariffs and Venezuela. I mean, uh, we just we're budgets. Yeah. Budgets. We tear it. We put the tariffs on Venezuela. The war tariff. What? Yeah. War, damn it. Wartime tariffs. War, yeah. We, we have to do these tariffs because it's war. Oh my God. Yeah. And so what happened, this was called Operation Constitution, so we know that much. We, we know what it's fucking called. And it involves scores of captains, colonels, and generals from all four branches of Venezuela's armed forces. And the goal was to capture Maduro and put him on trial. Mm-hmm. The plotters were supposed to storm the presidential palace and stop the May 20th elections from happening. And it all went wrong. Uh oh, is this a very terrible, extremely terrible bad day? I don't remember the name yeah. of the movie. It was Maduro's terrible, strange, <laughs> horrible, bad <laughs> coup that's coming out on uh, Black Pea Productions this fall. Yeah. Yeah. It it starts starts filming later this month. Hmm. Now that we have all the money I from think we got Paul G. Coup. I think we got Giamatti uh 
committed to play Maduro on this one, so it's going to be a good performance. He's going to play a good Maduro. Oh, fuck yeah. He's going to play a really good Maduro. Yeah, in mid-May, several dozen servicemen, including one woman. Nice, progressive. Right? As well as a couple of civilians were secretly arrested. They've been accused of treason. Some say they've been tortured. And the plotters believe they were betrayed by a double agent. Secret agent man. Which, again, that implies some level of support. Or at least some level of not vetting the people in your group well enough. If, But financed by the U.S. military, I guarantee they did some vetting okay. before they put this mm-hmm. group together. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it was financed by the U.S. military. I can't wait for this series to come out. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's going to be... It's going to make a great... To find out who the double agent is and it was her the whole time? Come on! There's going to be so many TV shows and movies that just emanate from what's happening in Venezuela right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so what I'm saying is Hollywood planned I mean, you the all, war in Venezuela. From the studio that brought you Pretty Woman. <laughs> she was a mild-mannered nurse who turned to prostitution to feed her family and then fell in love with a rich white guy. <laughs> That's gonna be a it's a heartfelt movie. That is. There's gonna be a, a, a hot tub and a giggle. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I would watch that shit. And there's a report on the coup that was issued by the Venezuelan government. Claims it happened with financial backing from the US and Colombia. What? They're working together? Yeah. Some what? people dispute no that. No. But of course they fucking dispute it. Of course you dispute you don't wanna you never reveal all your hand. This is my poker face. And there was also another plot, Operation Armageddon. And that was when they had Steven Tyler sing? Yeah. Until you, yeah, that would, that would yeah. be torture. Diane would be Warren torture. wrote the song, and then Steven Tyler sings it. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to kill Maduro, just hearing Don't Want to Miss a Thing mm-hmm. from the Armageddon soundtrack. Kills me every time, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Come on. My uh, sentimental guy. Uh, All right. Uh, tears are coming, guys. The tears are coming. And Operation Armageddon called for Maduro's assassination at a military parade in 2017. It's a really great video, by the way. It's a great video. It was all yeah. over Twitter. It was all over Instagram. <laughs> uh, it was Nicholas Maduro pointing at the sky going, oh, shit, drones, and then watching all of his military have no plan right. to protect the man as explosions happened overhead. It was great. Yeah, and I think that's a new assassination oh, attempt. Oh, that was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That was just this one recently. was supposed to happen in 2017. Oh, okay. And that was probably them trying to carry it out. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we haven't even mentioned that. There yeah. was, like, this weird drone assassination I attempt. I, I, I honestly, and this is just me going through conspiracy websites, this is just, you know, conjecture. Uh, I think he did it himself. I agree because... To bring national news to the idea that he... That, there are people plotting against him. Because up until this right. point, it's just like, oh, nothing. You say this happened, or you say that there was this Operation Armageddon, but now there have been explosions on camera. Luckily, the, the right. national media was covering that day. Boom, explosions overhead. Luckily, the only, only reason I could see that maybe being the case is that we're so good at drones. Like, the United States is really good at drones. That's my entire point. Why what, they missed the target this time? But I also don't discount that they have been plotting to assassinate Maduro. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Because we're also good at that as a country. And we're very good at intervening in a country's affairs to cause enough turmoil that it undoes a presidency. Yeah, most definitely. And I feel like that's what's been happening to Maduro. Man, Maduro's going to lose so much. Like, you know, get stress skinny. 
because he's so worried oh, about hell his yeah. livelihood now. Like it's just he's gonna lose. He's gonna shed those pounds. So. Yeah, be on the lookout for a skinny Maduro on Men's Fitness magazine coming up very <laughs> soon. So uh, we could talk about this coup attempt for probably another hour, but maybe another month until it happens. You know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll sit on it and wait till it actually happens, and we'll compare and contrast the various plots. But people should definitely go read that article and everything else from this episode. We'll put links up on the website. Uh, but yeah, Venezuela's still a mess, and we're probably going to invade. We told you so. Hmm. God damn it. It's happening, people. That is our episode for today. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. Uh, I would like to first and foremost say, ladies and gentlemen, I protest us being released on Wednesdays now. I just want that on the record. Uh, you're listening to What in the World on a Wednesday. Shame on you. you should it's wait. unholy. You should wait until Thursday or Friday or any other day. I just refuse to let it be listened to on Wednesday because I want this to be a difficult workplace. So Quincy's very resistant to change. On the record. Very resistant to change. Kangaroo court. That's why he voted for Mitt Romney in 2012. Hey, man, Romney looked good on a T-shirt. He really did. Quincy, what do you got to plug? Uh, Guys, every Sunday I'm at the beautiful Silver Lake Lounge with Wasted Afternoon open mic. It's a mixed open mic. It's a lot of fun. If you're ever in the L.A. area, come out on a Sunday, 5 p.m., happy hour, me, drinks. It's always a party. Uh, If you're in the Hollywood area on Wednesday the 19th, I will be at the Hollywood Improv with Blame Social Media. And then on Thursday, the 27th, I will be at the Westside Comedy Theater in beautiful Santa Monica at 8 p.m. Cool. Very nice. Uh, all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. What are you plugging, though? Are you going to tell nope. them about Patreon.com slash pops. Oh, it's well, yeah. Saturday. The September 29th, was it? Last Saturday of the month. Yeah, September 29th. Live Unpops podcast at the Hollywood Hotel, as always. It's going to be a party, y'all. Come on for that. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's happening there, but we'll figure it out. All right. Now let's get the fuck out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. I'm leaving. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>